Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club episode 45. My name is Mark Champlin and today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. I don't know why I did that, but <laughs> it happened. That was, a very, that was like a very intense intro for the Kirby episode. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't very chill. That wasn't very Joe Rogan of me. I needed yeah. more chill. <laughs> What's up, girls and gays? I am in a... I'm in a much chiller mood this week. I feel I I had to go back and edit the the Prince of Persia episode because I have to listen to every episode all the way through. And like, man, I was I was I was on some raid shit. Sucks for you. Yeah, just <laughs> big bummer. I was I was definitely on some raid shit last. Night. That movie was just so fucking racist and misogynistic, and I just like could not contain my my anger. Uh, but this week, um, it's it's kind of warm in my apartment. I'm wearing a flannel, but like open, and I'm not wearing anything else under that. It's like it's kind of like a chill, relaxed, living my best lesbian life kind of vibe out here. It's it's hot girl summer. You it's know? it is T- t- titties out. <laughs> hot girl summer is coming to a close, but we're still gonna <laughs> we're still gonna get in a little bit of a little bit of joy when we can. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. What did we watch this week, Mark? We watched uh, a little bit of Joy um, <laughs> called Kirby Right Back Gacha, uh, known in Japan as Hoshi no Kirby, um, is a Japanese anime, mostly, uh, <laughs> series created by Warp Star Incorporated. It's a great name. Um, the series ran for uh, over 100, it was like 101 episodes, which yeah. is crazy. Um uh, in September, October of 2001 to September of 2003, I remember watching this on uh, Fox Kids <laughs> Channel 11 cartoon uh, sh- series channel. Um, <laughs> yeah, I kind of butcher that. Fun Fox Box. Yes, exactly. Oh, man, I'm so glad. I remember Fox Box. Did you watch... The shows on Fox. This had Sonic X and Beautiful Joe, uh, which we haven't gotten to yet. Either of those. I um, I remember I, the only things I remember watching on like I, I only remember watching like the Pokemon show and a couple other things. Kirby Right Back at you was like a show that I heard about, but a show that I never actually watched myself. So the Pokemon show and Yu-Gi-Oh were both uh, kids WB. Right. Actually, yes. I I remember distinctly <laughs> the, the 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 four kids shows were kids WB. But this is a four um, kids show as well, though. It was. I'm yeah. not, I, yeah. I didn't watch so the credits I, very closely. I think that's something that we should actually address real quick. Is um that we watched Kirby right back at you. We did not watch the uh original japanese we watched the dub of the kirby show <laughs> yeah we watched the dub um so, so believe if, it if you're if you're really offended by that you could just you know step out now uh, but yeah i have heard that uh it is pretty substantially different and it is a four kids production and four kids are kind of known for uh we'll just call it butchering um yeah things and their localizations and so uh you know it it I wasn't gonna watch the sub, so and this is a part of uh, American weird kid culture growing up, and I think that it's important that we address it from that angle. Um, you, you know, you know what's <laughs> funny is that knowing our fan base and having been on our Discord, um, there I guarantee there's at least a couple people who are like, I can't believe they didn't watch the dub. <laughs> You know there's people out there who have a genuine strong opinion that the sub of Hoshi no Kirby is much better because <laughs> they've seen both. Yeah. Um so so I'm going to I'm going to briefly summarize the premise here. This is luckily much easier than it usually is. Uh so King Dedede, he's the king of Dreamland and no one likes him. He's he is not the the, the boy is not popular. Um, and Kirby is a star warrior from space. 
and he is here to fuck monsters up. Uh, and and so everyone fucking loves Kirby. People adore that kid, except for DDD. They don't really like each other. There's some. There's a little bit of dramatic tension there. And and DDD is always hitting up his boy at Nightmare Enterprises, aka NME. And this dude is kind of like. My girlfriend described him as like a knockoff Gendo from Evangelion who does cocaine. Uh, and he just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and King DDD like orders monsters from this guy, uh, and then they use the monsters to to get that Kirby because, ooh, he hates that Kirby. <laughs> um, so you know it's 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 a lot like every single other video game show ever made, but I think this one is is a little bit better. Uh, we watched the first two episodes, which are like a two parter, and kind of set up who. You know, Kirby is... Okay, no, they do very little of that. Kirby is essentially a non-character. But they, Kirby shows up. King DDD is present. There's some conflict and some monster battles. And then we watch two ep other episodes. One of them is called Cartoon Buffoon. And that's the one where King DDD wants to make a cartoon about himself. And then his workers unionized against him uh, because of the unfair deadlines that were pushed on them due to shareholder pressure. Uh, and then we watch the episode... Crusade for the Blade, uh, which I did not understand at all. Uh, I don't Dude, know. Dude, <laughs> I, I don't fucking get that episode. All I can think of is, you must master this sword beam. And, like, uh, there's a, there's we'll, a girl, we'll get to it. Yeah, there's a girl with a machine gun in that episode. I, okay, so, like, one of, one of my close friends is uh, a very big Kirby fan, and he's known for being very good at playing Kirby in Super Smash Brothers. Um, Featured multiple times in GR Smash for his PM yeah, Kirby. It's true. Um, and he's a big Kirby guy, and he's seen every episode of this show, obviously. Uh, and he was like, oh, you should watch Crusade for the Blade. It's a lore yeah. episode. It'll You're going to learn about Meta Knight's past. And I could... I. Which is technically true. That happens, but y there's a sword involved. Meta Knight is a chosen one of some description, apparently. None of it really... I didn't... I, I'm glad I watched it with someone else. I watched that episode with my girlfriend, and she was. we finished it, and she was just like, that That didn't make any sense at all. And I was like, I watched the other three episodes, and that also didn't make sense to me. <laughs> anyway, Mark, what were, your, what were your general thoughts on Kirby right back at you? You know... This show was, I, I watched it as a kid, and even as a kid, I remember being 10 years old watching this show and thinking to myself, you know, video game shows are weird, and I think I should like this more than I actually do, but the animation is very off-putting. Mm -hmm. I, I remember specifically thinking, why wasn't the whole thing just, like, just hand-drawn? I, I... I specifically like I would like I like told my mom to watch the show. I was like, "Does this show like look weird to you?" And she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with this?" Yeah, and it's just it's very uncanny. Um, but so that aside, and and we'll get to we'll get to that. But um, it's watching it again. I'm like, you know, this is the, the least unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. Of all the cartoons that we've seen so far, I this just the quick bullet points of things I liked was I really like the voice acting. Oh yeah, um, yeah, we'll I, get into that for sure. Yeah, and and I really liked uh, the parts that weren't CGI, the <laughs> way that they looked. Yeah, um, I I thoroughly uh, I enjoyed um, the 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 characters, uh, even though they're all very dumb 
and very much like except for ddd they 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 don't have much of a character. I like that there's a snail named S. Cargoon. Yeah. Um, which the, I'm sorry, there's no way the Japanese name is better. This is a this is a, this is an Eggman Robotnik situation where the American name is way fucking better, and I will not hear it. Um, yeah, I would I would say that this is like by far the least cursed of all the video game shows that we've watched. Like, we. The Donkey Kong Show and the Super <laughs> I knew you Mario were going to go there. Well, okay, but like, and the Super <laughs> Mario Super Show and fucking Battletoads and even like Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog to an extent. I was like, I was like apprehensive the entire time they were going on. I was like, oh God, something, something terrible is going to happen. And like, sometimes Do you- it never does, <laughs> but you feel like something bad is going to happen at all times. Yeah. This show didn't have a baby Pac-Man. <laughs> no, this show doesn't have any characters I despise. This show isn't uh, really weirdly sexualized or misogynistic. Uh, and and it's just, like, it's fun. I mean, it's not good. Like, it's not a good show. Like, if we're being <laughs> completely honest with ourselves, the show isn't, is not good. But it is the best <laughs> out of all of the ones we've watched, simply by virtue of, like, just being cute and non-threatening. And I didn't feel, like upset while i was watching it yeah i don't know how capital g good any of the shows where like nothing happens and everything (laughs) resets to neutral and it's based on a video game i don't know how many of those could actually be like like good in a non non ironic uh not for kids type of way because i mean it's it's made for kids and yeah this was this was great kid fodder um, yeah, that, that said, but, I think that, like, yeah. um, I think there are things that you can, like, point to as really obvious reasons why this is better than most of the shows that we've watched, even outside of just, like, the fact that it didn't make me deeply uncomfortable. Um, and I think it's, like, largely because they they take, like, they take the basic concepts and the characters from Kirby. King Dedede, he's a king and he's an asshole. Kirby is from space and eats a lot of food and he can inhale stuff and turn into other stuff. Meta Knight is mysterious and has a racist accent. No, they made that part up. But <laughs> um, they, they, they don't adhere to the formula of the video games, which is incredibly loose. Like Kirby, the, this being an adaptation of Kirby honestly benefits from the fact that there's so little to the plots in Kirby. There's so little that's actually like expanded upon and they're able to sort of like set up a, di- a dynamic that actually kind of works. Um, I think one of the the big things is that, as opposed to most of the video game shows we watch, where the villain is like an evil wizard who sounds like this, and he's laughing about how much he hates that Pac-Man, you know? like Every single one. Exactly, and they all live in a tower, and, they're, and they just are evil for no reason, and they, are, they just exist to create conflict in the show indirectly by casting some magic spell. Like, DDD is a character in the show with relationships to the other characters. Um, and, like... The, the impression is that DDD sort of sees Kirby as competition for attention, and that is, mm-hmm. like, the, the, the reason that he's trying to get rid of Kirby. Because, like, everybody loves Kirby. Everybody fucking hates King DDD. You, you know what dynamic this uh, villain and hero, like, relationship reminded me of? Is it's very, like, Ice King yeah uh, from adventure time like if you've seen if you've seen adventure time you know like ice king's personality where like uh he's a dick he's always like kidnapping ladies but like 
he's really like doing it just because like you know he's he's like kind of lonely and he's kind of mad that like everyone else is like younger and more attractive than him yeah. <laughs> and so he like he becomes like somewhat sympathetic in, in a in a weird sort of way this is kind of the same type of thing that's why he's so fun to to hate because he's yeah. got a little that little kernel of humanity that, yeah. that an evil cackling wizard doesn't have yeah called like malfazor or some shit like that <laughs> you know it's um so I, I do want to talk about like the the three main Kirby characters, Kirby, Meta Knight, and King DDD, and how they're like portrayed in the show. Um, and so I want to talk about Kirby real quick because uh, it's really easy to talk about him because he is not a character. Uh, he is a baby. <laughs> yeah, he he is baby. <laughs> he is baby. Yeah, <laughs> he really is. That's- Literally his character, like it wouldn't have been out of character for this this Kirby to be like, I'm baby. <laughs> like that would have been totally fine. Yeah, yeah. He like he doesn't really speak in full sentences. He doesn't really have any agency in the plot. The 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 like they pick some of the mini boss characters out from Kirby and like make mm-hmm. them Kirby's friends so that there are people on the side of the good guys who can talk and have opinions about things because that's not something that Kirby is able to do. And I think that is kind of like the biggest kind of, one of the the bigger kind of failings of the show is that Kirby, like Kirby's not a protagonist. He's just like a force of nature. Yeah, I was, this is exactly the words I was going to use. He's just a force of nature in the show. He's just an alien who, and he comes to this planet because his ship just says warp. (laughs) And then he presses the button that says warp and he's like, what? And he, uh, and he crashes because it's like the ship just like wanted him to go to that planet because the plot happens there. <laughs> <laughs> and so he just shows up and he comes out like he he could he understands how to learn people's names and he he doesn't but he doesn't understand and he's like social uh doesn't have any social skills he eats everyone's fucking food and doesn't know what he did wrong and then tries to go live in a bird's house and the bird gets pissed he's he's just but then he like kills the bad thing like completely effortlessly yeah like he's done it a million times he's a cryptid basically yeah Yeah. it's it's not clear how much he knows what's going on even when he's fighting things he like he's like oh it's clear that he knows that the the bad thing is bad and he has to stop the bad thing he's like your dog like protecting you (laughs) from like another dog that's like way bigger and couldn't possibly you couldn't possibly win against this other dog um god uh and then and then there's and then there's meta knight and Boy, boy, that sure is a white guy <laughs> from America. I, <laughs> I couldn't to tell. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell if he was trying to do like a like a Spanish type of accent or like. Because uh, I was watching this with Brooke, and Brooke was like, "He sounds like he's like doing like a Transylvania like <laughs> like <laughs> like a vampire thing." But he he splits the difference between v- vaguely racist Latin and. <laughs> vampire <laughs> yeah he's like a zorro type in this show and he he's yes the, he's the character who shows up and explains the lore and how all the MacGuffins work to everybody in the last like five minutes of the episode uh and he just in all of the in all of the google image <laughs> results of this man he is wearing a fedora <laughs> you know we we certainly live in a society <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so I don't know if I have that much to say about it. It just it boy 
<laughs> voice acting can be fraught with peril sometimes, can it? Let's talk yeah, about he, it. <laughs> Go ahead. He, um, I was just going to say that uh, th- this came out before before his, his most n- noteworthy appearance in a piece of media, which is Super Smash Brothers Brawl, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and d- in Brawl, they, they chose, well, not many characters in Smash have a voice, but like he... He doesn't have his signature, which I thought was funny that this was the only other time he was voiced before this. And he is just like a, like a, like a lore master, mysterious great warrior from vaguely uh, Western European origin. (laughs) Um, All right. So, so let's talk about both of ours. I think favorite part of the show. You didn't tell me that directly, but I'm (laughs) going to assume that that's the case. King DDD is has so i called it a texas accent and then my girlfriend who is from texas said no that's not a texas accent that's a louisiana accent yes that's that's a bayou accent (laughs) through and through that is the most and you know he sounds like a plantation owner he he says i do declare that this here kirby (laughs) must have been dealt with and and it's it's such a good voice for ddd yeah like, it's perfect it, it's so perfect um I was, again i was watching this with brooke ed brooke's first words about his voice was like he sounds like a landlord <laughs> <laughs> which is really good because he because he acts like a landlord and the yeah. things he says are very landlordy yeah so yeah i think one of my favorite things about this show in general so like we've had multiple episodes lately where we've complained about like blood bloodlines and monarchy worship and just like just loving those stories about a great righteous king with noble blood passed down for centuries and goes and saves everybody king ddd is a big stupid asshole that everyone hates and i think that's fantastic like there's like seeds of like kids making up mean nursery rhymes about him while they're playing they're playing jump rope there's like yeah i I'll, i'll say real quick i don't love that in every single episode there's people like clowning on him because he's fat yeah like not it's great. it's 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 funny that they did that and like <laughs> i i laugh at it like as a fat person but like i'm kind of looking at it like it's it's weird that like that was the whole thing with him they're just like dd you fucking fat ass idiot <laughs> <laughs> like everyone in the show says that type of shit to him all the time yeah that's so funny but like definitely if it was made today they wouldn't have focused on that <laughs> i don't know about that you've seen fucking into the spider-verse and fucking thor and all that or yeah thor and the new oh, Avengers sh- and oh shit. my like, oh my god that shit is if, still oh my god for sure. um, that thor that thor shit I, I i can't even talk about that <laughs> yeah it, i know it, that's it, a sour rate, spot it was like the only character that i loved in that series and they <laughs> fucking ruined him okay, anyway um but yeah it's, it's also really hard to like truly feel bad for king ddd getting made fun of all the time because he's like right, literally exactly. a fascist like <laughs> there's a scene in like the second episode where they're like they're trying to find a home for kirby to live in and so they've built this lovely tree house for kirby to hang out in with all of his friends and king ddd shows up <laughs> I do declare you don't have the proper permits. Yeah, like he literally (laughs) says, like, this is an unlawful gathering. And and like calls them rioters and says he'll be forced to use force. And then he blows up Kirby's treehouse, which is like a gun. It's like a big gun. (laughs) (laughs) It's, you know, the the, the thing, I mean, we we said it earlier, but 
like the way that the characters are flushed out like makes me enjoy the Kirby characters more because yeah. of this. Like I really enjoy like going back to a game with DDD in it now I can watch that and be like, "Yeah, you fucking dick, you blew up Kirby's <laughs> house." And like that I'll I'll totally feel okay with that. And then yeah. it, he'll he'll do his like crouch where he's like smiling at you and it's it's all it's funny. <laughs> this is yeah, this is this is like really a fantastic portrayal of DDD as a character. I yes. think they they nailed him better than anyone ever has. Um mm-hmm. So to go from, from that high point uh, down to what I think we both agree is a big low point. Uh, we, we, we touched on this earlier, but man, this show looks like shit. <laughs> and, and it could have looked so fucking good. I know, it's so disappointing. <laughs> I, I don't, it's a baffling decision. And I guess we get a tiny bit of insight as to like, Maybe why this happened. Yeah. I mean, we we, we kind of talked about in the, the Pokemon, the most recent Pokemon episode, about when things are CGI, especially in this era. Well, I mean, now in particular, because it's just cheaper all around and they can squeeze more labor out of people. Uh, um, anyway, it's the things that are CGI are because they were too expensive or didn't have time to, to make them hand-drawn. I think there's a lot of that going on in this show, but maybe it was an artistic choice. If it was an it, artistic choice, it's it's um, there's no way. unforgivable. There's no way. Okay, so like I, th- I think I want to set up a little bit like what this show looks like for people who haven't seen it. Um, you know, so we talked. Yeah, we did talk about in in the previous two Pokemon episodes and probably a couple other episodes about like the use of CG kind of superimposed over 2D animation in order to. Uh, more quickly and more cheaply animate uh, like round things, things that bounce, things that spin are difficult and take a lot of time to render in 2D animation. And this show is just like so unashamed about it. Like, like they will cut between two different shots. Like you will, there will be like a line of action, like and, and like a continuous cut between one character doing the same thing across two different shots, and you will see them as two D hand animated in one shot and CG in another shot. There are shots where some characters are in CG and other characters are in two D. It it is just like mixed in a way that is like incredibly noticeable and super jarring and like just totally takes you out of the experience of watching the show because you're constantly like, oh, that one looks like a video game on the PC from 2003 and that one looks like an anime from 1994. <laughs> yeah, the way I would describe it is like, imagine that, imagine that you're watching, imagine that you're watching an anime and then half the characters are like Tomb Raider. Yeah. <laughs> from, yeah. From, like literally Tomb Raider. It's like you're watching fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> and then Kaiba walks on the screen and he and he's, he's like you, you see like the yeah, you see like the Jaleco like logo pop up under him and he's it's 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 insane. It looks so bad. It, yeah, it looks really like the, the CG characters look so lifeless and like weird and uncomfortable compared did to you the notice, hand-drawn characters. Did you notice the mouth movement oh, of the CG yeah. characters it's as awful. well? Because because like it's doing the anime thing of like the 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 mouth was clearly animated um, more so to like the Japanese style, but also in just a way that makes it easy to to like port over and yeah. translate. They did the same thing for the CG, but the mouths don't even close all the way. They're just they look like a first attempt, yeah. and they were, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. So so to kind of piggyback off of this, I think that uh, we need to talk about the episode where the show's animators call for help. Um, so this, this is the most meta shit I've ever seen in my life. It's wild. 
and very concerning. Um, so this was this was an episode that like multiple different people said we had to watch because it, it is like an iconic episode. This is cartoon buffoon, and this is the one where DDD is making his own cartoon show. Um, and this so, is an iconic episode of television. Like I would, <laughs> any everyone should watch this. You don't need to know wild. shit about Kirby. It's <laughs> wild. Um, and so he he's making his cartoon. He wants the cartoon to be. Everybody else wants the cartoon to be about Kirby, but DDD wants the show to be about him because that's that's just the kind of guy that he is. Uh, and so he is he has enlisted everyone in in the town to help him make it. Um, and then and then he starts giving them unreasonable deadlines. Like he just starts giving them completely ridiculous. Uh, like this needs to be done by tomorrow, and they haven't even drawn the backgrounds yet uh, because <laughs> right. he's getting pressure from his shareholders at NME because for some reason the shareholders want are investing in DDD making a cartoon. It's not important. Okay. There are they, they needed a they needed a character that could represent shareholders, and they already had some like dickhead, uh, cokehead dude in a suit with sunglasses. So they're like, you, you, we will use you. <laughs> yeah. So so to, and then like I'm gonna I'm gonna give away part of the ending here in order to explain why this is so wild. They are making the show that you're watching. But they, but they've replaced Kirby with DDD. So like, there's a part where it plays the theme song to Kirby right back at you, but he's replaced with DDD, and we see that that's the show that they're making. Uh, and we also see scenes of the people who are being forced to make this show, uh, like torturously drawing cartoons as fast as they possibly can, and getting yelled at by like, like on a factory floor basically to make cartoons. Yeah. Um, and like. When they get told that they're going to be like forced to to do to crunch like this, one of the characters straight up says, "That's against union code to make us work for that deadline." And this oh. episode radicalized me. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? It's really wild because it 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 really does feel like the people making it making a statement about the working conditions that they were under and the budget constraints and the time constraints and the, the, you know, just the crunch that they were under to try to make the Kirby show. And just making, making a statement about the product that is the Kirby show. Yeah. Cause like, what's, what's the result of all this fucking crunch that DDD puts under them? The product is awful. The cartoon that they make looks bad, and it's clear. And they say, well, these last parts, like the parts of the end, oh, these parts of the end look way worse. We didn't have time to make it look good. Oh, we forgot to color this. And this, that's the show you're watching. The yeah. reason that the CG looks so shitty is because they didn't have fucking time or money to, to make it look good. Yeah, it, the, there, there, there was a moment that like really like made it real for me. Is like there, there's a part, point where like, the characters start complaining about how shitty the cartoon looks, and one of them just says, like, this this whole thing is second rate. And then a CGI character, it's a CGI escargoon, yeah. where all of the <laughs> other characters are, are in 2D, and then, like, CGI escargoon, like, slides into the frame and tells him to stop complaining about it. And it's like, dude, holy shit, they were roasting Kirby right back at ya. In Kirby right back at ya. Yeah, he he like floats into the scene basically like Poochie and the Simpsons. Yeah. It's it's the it's the craziest shit. Anyone yeah. anyone if you're listening to this like I truly recommend just watch that watch this episode. It it's will, wild. It's there's more shit that goes on than than we'll even talk about, but like this episode will fucking radicalize you. Yeah. And it will also like 
really put into perspective um, the the reasons why, and a lot of I think our listeners are very like are very well read and well they pay attention to this type of thing as well. But like the reason why everybody was so fucking pissed when the Sonic cartoon uh, director went went on Twitter and was like, "Oh, we got to fix this fast." It's <laughs> like, no, fuck you. We know what this entails when you fix something fast yeah. in the animation department. This means months of crunch and a bad product. Yeah, like this is not like this is not an uncommon problem in in animation, right? And so like it is ubiquitous. Yeah, hundred percent ubiquitous. The labor situation, like the labor situation depicted in this episode of Kirby, right back at you, is not far from the truth and it's because the people that were making it were working under those labor conditions yeah and it's from 16 years ago and nothing has gotten better yeah. at all things have gotten worse, what are we watching actually. just kidding <laughs> <laughs> now we got a couple um, more things to hit because we got to talk about the theme song yeah i <laughs> i so it, i in a frenzied state while while alex was talking i typed the theme song in big letters <laughs> holy shit it's the a theme banger. song is it's so good. It's the best theme song that we've seen on this. Like, imagine, like, you remember the first time you heard, like, the Family Guy theme song? And you're like, this is fucking dope. It's like an actual big band, like, real-ass performance. Mark and positively was... comparing Kirby right back at you to Family Guy right now. L- l- listen, listen, listen. Mark Let's just all... burning all of his lefty cred like money in a parking lot. <laughs> Let's 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 all set aside, let's all set aside our our, our lib cuck biases, and let's talk about the fact that the Family Guy theme song is fucking dope. This is better than that theme song. It's it is. that same style. It, it it's just a big band, uh, you know, fifties uh, style jazz number. It's got like about a, Kirby. It's got like a ripping muted trombone solo in it. You're just like, oh man. Yep. Yeah, that good jazz, Kirby. When, right I, back when I heard that fucking Harmon mute, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God, give it to me. Kirby, 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 that's the name you should know. Kirby, 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 he's the star of the show. He's more than you think, he's got maximum pain. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby's the one. He comes right, back that job. He comes right, back that job. Give it all that you got. Take a very best shot. It's in the right, back that job for sure. I help you, King DDD. I need a monster to claw, but I dare Kirby. That's what we do best at NME. You better get it with a money back guarantee. It was so good. It's I was. So good. I didn't skip. I didn't skip it a single time. Nope. I usually skip the the theme songs in this yeah. shit. Um, is this show horny? No. Besides the trombone. No. Uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. Sorry. So I, you know, I like to, I like to try in case you know for some reason you've been thinking about listening to the podcast forever, and then we did Kirby right back at you, and you're like. This is where I'm going to get out on the ground floor. And you don't know about the history here. <laughs> We've watched a lot of cartoons based on video games for this podcast. A lot of animated cartoons for children. Uh, most of them are really horny uh, in, in ways that are very uncomfortable and bad. Uh, and, okay, look, y'all. 
the 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 main verb that Kirby has at his disposal is to suck things. Okay, they were wor- that's the baseline that they're working from. Okay, so so you know yes, okay, the characters in Kirby <laughs> right back at you use the word suck a lot and say suck it up Kirby or I knew I heard the sound of sucking somewhere and and things like that. And I know and I know that you're you're filthy millennial mind wants to corrupt that into something bad but it's that's it's just who he is and i don't think the show is being horny about it it's it's really not i i jokingly pointed out the um i only jokingly point out the i knew i heard the sound of sucking over here somewhere (laughs) because in a world where every other like in a world where pingus exists and he was saying the word snooping uh in where a, literally King Dedede says in his fucking Bayou accent, <laughs> I knew I heard the sound of sucking over here somewhere, has not been turned into meme, uh, really goes to show that this Kirby show fans, wasn't horny. Yeah, Kirby fans <laughs> are wholesome, is what is yes. what that teaches me, honestly. This, this is a fandom who plays epic yarn and enjoys it and doesn't get bored. Like, <laughs> oh god, I'm Damn. gonna burn the rest oh. of the goodwill too. There it goes. Uh, what are we watching next game's, week, Mark? Game's boring. Play something <laughs> exciting like Sekiro, colon, Shadows Die Twice. Like, like the Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> um, ne- next week, we're watching Grandma's Boy. Oh, um, man. It's, it, so, Fuck. Uh, so, so, girls and gays um, <laughs> who I don't know if they've been addressed this episode. Um, have they been? I said what's up, girls and gays, at the beginning. Yeah, Good. but but it's always Thank nice God. to bring it rack around to the girls and gays of the audience, which is so, most, yeah. if not all, of the audience. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Uh, girls and gays, um, I don't know if you guys remember, um, but in the late 2000s, there's a string of bad stoner comedies, um, even the ones that you or your older brother remember <laughs> as being good. They're actually bad. Pineapple Express, not funny, bad movie. Um, Grandma's Boy was one of the particularly not good ones. Um, it's but it's about it's about gamers, and we're we're gonna watch it. It's got it's got Nick Swartzen, um, who's a real um, David Spade is in it. You know, David Spade. It's that it's that kind of production. Yeah. So I have. It's I, a David Spade extended universe movie. Yeah. Like like the Benchwarmers. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Um, so I haven't seen this film, uh, but I have heard that it is god awful. I am expecting a pixels level or sub pixels level experience. Um, and and the main reason we're watching this is that uh, we mentioned last week that we're we're getting pretty far through the traditional theatrical video game adaptations at this point. We only have maybe like ten of those left out of the like forty of them, uh, and quite a few game movies about video games to get through. Uh, and this is there's a lot of them, and this is one uh, looked the most upsetting. And so I decided to kind of <laughs> I figured you know we're gonna jump back into the waters. Of of bad comedies from the mid two thousands, we might as well might as well just just drown in it, just drown in it. <laughs> Where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? Uh, follow us at Cartridge Cinema on Twitter. Uh, Twitter is popping. Don't mm-hmm. miss it. Uh, <laughs> join the Discord. The Discord is popping. Don't miss it. <laughs> it is linked. It is linked on the Twitter. I'd say last time I'm going to say that. Um, iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and your favorite podcasting app are the places 
that you can listen to us, although you probably chose one already because you're listening right now. <laughs> uh, the music is by DJ Tin Man. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. Um, it's uh, the corner of my apartment where I record this is so fucking hot. <laughs> Every week I'm just drenched in sweat. Um, the, uh, For me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> And look at that fucking runtime. Girls and gays, we are so consistent. It's insane. <laughs> we, we really are. We're doing a great job. Look at this shit. We didn't even try that time. No. To, yeah. To, 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 to get it to that length. We weren't, <laughs> I wasn't looking at the timer at all. This is great. This is a good one. All right. I'm going to stop recording now.